why are there so many angry atheists out there? Why don't they just let Christians be? I don't know. It's as if they have something that they're wrestling with that they can't quite come to terms with. Hi, everybody. This is Chris. Cafe Solo Chris. Chris Cafe Solo. I'm both and the same. I'm neither and whatever. Anyway, uh, as I posted on the Facebook the other day, uh, I had lunch near some co-workers at the next table. They were being quite loud and quite uh, enthusiastic about their conversation. And for some reason, it turned to their opinion of Christianity. And what I overheard one of them say was something like their grandmother was a Christian and she was talking to them about God at one point and about Jesus. And they said that they said, Graham, you know, both of us are just, you know, radical atheists were we're we're not we don't believe in that fairy tale stuff that you believe in that kind of thing oh okay and they didn't say it in a way that seemed friendly at all it seemed very much like there was anger behind it and i sat and listened for a while because i didn't want to just get in the middle of a conversation that was happening at the table next to mine. But the guy I was sitting with is a Christian. And I think the other guy who was with us also is a Christian, but one of those kind that will just kind of keep it to himself. And we're sitting there just, you know, kind of looking at each other and trying to just eat our lunch. And they just were not letting it drop. They were going, oh, you know, all those Christian, all the Christians believe was all part of some pagan belief before Christians believe it. You know, I think they bought into that old uh, lie. And <laughs> they're just going on and on and on. It's like they're just ticking one checkbox after another of all the bad arguments for people to not believe in God, not believe in Christ, not believe in the Trinity. And at one point, they were getting so angry, mainly angry at their relatives, because they have, they have relatives that are Christian. And um, they're, they're not that old. They're, I mean, compared to me, they're, they're young. They're about half my age, maybe a little more. But still, that's not young and it's not old. So why, what, what led them there? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I just know that they're very, very vocal. Most of the time I, I work with them or near them, they're very, very vocal. And kind of that, that radical uh, atheist, that, that uh, 
they're atheists of old, I think. There were some atheists of old that would just sit there and say, ah, I don't believe in your God. I don't believe in God, period. Um, but hey, if you want to, that's great. Then this um, militant sort of atheism developed. And uh, maybe it's been around in some way, shape, or form for a long time. I don't know. But what I do know is that I used to not see it. And then, all of a sudden, people that I'm around who don't believe, and they probably have been around Christians in their lives that maybe couldn't explain something to them, something simple, um, something that maybe there isn't an answer for, they wanted an answer for, and the Christian couldn't give them an answer for it. And that came up as part of this. Um, but they, they've turned angry, and I know a lot of them that are very, very, very angry. They don't want you to believe in God just because they don't believe in God. And they're, they learn all the bad arguments, like I was saying, but they're not open at all to discussing it from any kind of a rational point of view. Even if you don't open the Bible, don't say, well, Scripture says, well, what does that do for an atheist, right? How many atheists are going to go, oh, the Scriptures say it. Yeah, now I believe it. Thank you for pointing that out to me. Now, they have to be approached differently. Um, and you could convince them, perhaps, that they... Uh, they do believe in something. They do have something that they believe in, and they do believe probably in either the transcendence of man or some higher being may have created all this stuff, but it's not a all-powerful, you know, all-present all God. It's, it's just some force in the universe that did all this stuff. They, they love... Science fiction. They love Star Wars. These guys. They love Star Trek and all these kind of things. So there's probably something that that they believe in, but they just don't want to believe in God. They do not want to believe in God. And on top of that, they toss around things like, "Oh, you know." Uh, do you think that Thor was real? No, I don't think Thor was real. Well, I don't think your Jesus is real either. They're both just made-up stories. That kind of thing. Now, now, Greek mythology is a whole lot different than Christianity. And uh, they ask questions that I don't know where they get them. Uh, I really don't know where they get them, but it's like questions your kids might ask. Daddy, will my dog Spot be with me in heaven? I just would honestly look at him straight in the eyes and say, the Bible doesn't answer that question in any direct way, so I don't know. I don't know. I'd be honest with them. If I don't know, I'd tell them. I don't know. If they said, you know, do you believe that Jesus... Uh, went to the cross and died and rose again, I'd say absolutely. Absolutely. There's 
good reasons to believe it, and the fact that you don't believe it, uh, you know, that, that's on you. You know, I can probably tell them one thing, and that is that it's not for lack of God maybe wanting them to hear it, wanting them to. But I don't know why they're angry, and that's why. I'm even recording this video to just kind of think it through and work it out. And if you have any thoughts on it, just share them, please. But I just don't know what makes these atheists now so angry. I wish we could get back. I don't. I, don't, I want them to believe. Don't get me wrong. But I wish we could get back to the idea of, hey, I just don't believe. Great if you do. More power to you. I don't think you're foolish or, you know, silly or, or I don't think I should force my atheism on you and, you know, and that kind of stuff. Just let it be. Or be open to a dialogue. Those three questions that I heard very recently, which would be fun to ask some people, is um, uh, what do you mean by what you're saying? Where did you hear what you're saying? What's your source? Where did it come from? And are you open to hearing and discussing uh, something that uh, I might want to present? Something that's a little different than that. If they're not willing to tell you what it means, then they just want to argue and they just want to shut down things. Um, any kind of if you're if it's a discussion they want to shut it down if it's just them talking um, they just want to be mean I think um, if they don't know where they heard it then maybe they should think about that I know lots of things that I don't remember where I heard them but I'm willing to stop and ask myself where did I hear that who told me that and who told me it in such a way that I believe them um, I tie that a little bit to growing up in the Catholic Church where, you know, young kid going through Catholic school, Catholic uh, lessons and growing up in the church and you're like, hey, they say pray to Mary, pray to Mary. They say um, you have to participate, you know, God... Uh, God gets it started, you have to finish it kind of uh, of things, you know, it's like you have to participate in your salvation in some way. Well, you know, I was a, I didn't know any better, I was a Catholic. But I was open to discussing at some point in my life what I was saying. I was saying that Mary should uh, be worshipped, basically. And um, I know I heard it in the Catholic Church, and was I open to another point of view? Was I open to somebody else's idea? And that's when the Lutheran Church came in. I had heard lots of people on TV and radio talking about Jesus, because I moved to Texas, and that, I heard a lot of that. Um, and a guy whose company I worked at for a while always played KSPJ, a local Christian radio station, on uh, over the speakers. and It was his business, so I didn't even think anything about it. didn't even complain about it at all. But uh, then uh, met my lovely wife. She was kind of 
on one side of the Christian spectrum, and as a Catholic, I was kind of, I felt like I was on the other side of the Christian spectrum, and we decided when we were going to get married, we were going to go to a, uh, a different church, and she said she'd checked out uh, lots of different denominations, and had checked out Lutheran churches, and she thought that Lutheran churches were kind of the most, um, I, I always use the word normal, I'm not sure she used the word normal, but she was influenced a lot by both Baptist and Pentecostal and charismatic and non-denominational evangelical people in her lives and churches in her lives, and she saw the Lutheran church as less flaky, more stable. So we joined the Lutheran church. Had to learn a little bit about it. They wouldn't let us join without learning something about it. And uh, started to realize the stuff that I believed as a, as a Catholic, I a lot of that can't hang on to. I can hang on to the fact that they believed in the Trinity, that they believed in the suffering and death and resurrection of Jesus, and I can hang on to um, other things. But I couldn't hang on to Mary worship, and I couldn't hang on to um, works-based salvation, and I couldn't hang on to praying to saints. <laughs> So many things I had to let go, but that's because I was open to that third question. I was open to what are other people saying. And uh, now Lutherans have to risk that sometimes. Honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. The Lutherans have to risk saying um, they might say back to us, "Are you willing to look at something that I want to say to you about something, either about?" Uh, uh, predestination. I'm going to tell you what I believe about predestination, and you're going to go, well, this is what I believe as a Lutheran about predestination, and, and we're going to disagree, but I'm willing to listen to what you have to say. And then uh, I'm willing to go to the Scriptures. That's the big thing. Are you going to have a discussion with somebody who's a Christian, and are you willing to go to the Scriptures and let the Scriptures speak? Or what do you do with an atheist? They don't even believe in the Bible. They think it's a bunch of stories and a bunch of fables. So you can't take them there directly. You have to take them there, but take them there indirectly. You have to deal with things that are in the Bible in a way that makes sense in their lives, but eventually they go, yeah, that makes sense. 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 Yeah, I screw up all the time. I I, I, I don't think of it as sinning, but I make mistakes, and I don't go to Joel Osteen's church if you think it's just mistakes. <laughs> Sorry, side trip. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, just, just point them towards some stuff where they go eventually, oh, um, what is all this? Where's this all coming from? And you go, this is the Bible. This is the Bible. You are a sinner in need of a Savior, and there is a Savior. You are not your own Savior. You don't even participate in the slightest in being saved. So, do you want to spend... You don't go straight to... I don't think, personally, you go straight to the uh, Kurt Cameron, perhaps, Way of the Master, whatever it's called, uh, style of, worship, uh, of evangelism, where it's like... Um, are you? Do you make mistakes? Yes. Yeah, then you're a sinner. Do you want to spend eternity burning in hell? No. Well, then give your life to Jesus today. Make a decision for Jesus today. No, I don't go there. So, um, anyway, I just don't know why they're so. Angry. And that's the whole point. I really don't know why 
they're so angry. I wish they weren't, because I'd love to talk to these guys, and I'd love to talk with them and just say, hey, let me tell you what I believe. Without you looking at me and thinking, you know, you're just a crazy man because you believe in this guy 2,000 years ago that somehow was God and somehow lived a perfect life and somehow died and somehow saved you. And they would look at me, I'm sure, that way. And I wouldn't care if they would actually have a conversation with me. But they talk a lot and they talk fast and they just throw so much stuff out there and they don't turn on their ears very often. They don't just stop and say, what do you think? What do you believe? I've just told you all of what I believe. Now let me find out what you believe. They don't do that. And that makes it hard. That makes working with them hard for a lot of reasons. And it makes just having any kind of conversation with them very difficult. Maybe God will open up that door. Maybe God will uh, give opportunity when, when the time is right. I have had conversations like that with other people that I've worked with where they've stopped and asked me, you know, what do you think about this? And I've told them, and they've listened. And they may not have changed their mind right away. It may have taken a while. I, I hope so. I hope they saw the truth, as it were. This is my stop-and-go sort of drive home. I'm going home from somewhere that I haven't been uh, normally on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's two-lane stop-and-go traffic. And I uh, just wanted to talk to you all about that for a while on the drive. Um, you all know you have to watch the videos, right? You have to watch the Has American Christianity Failed the Bible Study videos. A couple of them are getting a good amount of views. A couple of them are trying to catch up. And I know everybody's busy and it takes time to listen to them or watch them. But they're... The class is, 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 is a good class. It, the guys in the class love to talk, and they love to discuss things, and they love to work things out, and ask challenging questions, and all that kind of stuff. So let's get the second, third, and fourth video up to the number of views that the first video has so far, and let's get them all up there. Pass these videos around. Say, hey, here's something that, you know, you might want to listen to, you might want to watch. And remember, it's not only on YouTube, but it's also on Podbean and iTunes. So if you just have travel time and you just want to listen to a podcast, you're out walking, you're out bike riding, you're out running, you know, just out and about, and you have time to put on your your earbuds or whatever, um, you can always just go to Podbean or iTunes and, and just listen. Uh, you don't have to watch YouTube. The benefit of YouTube is when I run a video from Pastor Wolf Miller or somebody else, you get to see that, and you get to see the slides go by that I used in class and kind of participate as if you're part of the class, and that's great. But if you don't have time for that, you can either just listen to it on YouTube as your Podbean or podcast stream, or, like I said, Podbean and iTunes for right now. And I'll be putting more of those out, and I just I hope they all get... I'd like to see them all get at least... 100 views. Let's set that as a goal. Let's get all of them up there to where they're all watched at least 100 times. I don't 
expect any of them to go viral. That's not the point. But let's get them up there and see what we can do. That's it for now. God's blessings on your day. Remember to like and share. For more from Christopher Hogan and Cafe Solar, go to cafesolar.com.